Stupid. No, you're stupid. You, you can't call stupid. me that. How we're going stupid dumb on this podcast, you dumb oh, stupid yeah. fuck. Stupid fuck. Hey. Yeah, I get, hey, I get stupid dumb every time I crack me a brewski. <laughs> don't, don't, hey, you dumb in the, dumb me a beer with me? Hey, who, who invited stupid fuck? To, <laughs> stupid fuck to join this fucking stupid podcast, eh? Man. Two beer Eric always becomes a soprano. <laughs> <laughs> Two beer Eric becomes the most belligerent, uh, just annoying version of himself, which mm-hmm. I don't know, Ty, I kind of like it. I'm on my second yeah. drink. How did you know? How did you know I, just I was tell. on my I second can... beer? Because you're giving off the uh, vibes that you want to like get in like an NHL style fist fight. Mm-hmm. Gloves on, helmets mm-hmm. off. Um, you're mm. right, Ty. And I'm fighting people with missing teeth only. Yeah, dude, you're going for the neck. You're you're bending off those those Chinatown street residents. Mm-hmm. Well, Ty, speaking of Chinatown, I just finished the nice little meal at nice little brunch spot, and mm-hmm. I had a drink, Ty. It was a tequila paloma, also mm. in a can. And then now that I'm home, I'm drinking on a another canned Mexican beverage. Uh, a margarita. Oh wow! You really are oh, sticking uh, to a theme today. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm trying to like get some sun going in this dull, shitty day in the uh, Pacific Northwest. Yeah, bummer for you, man. I also I know, have dude. a thematic beverage, but I don't have to deal with <laughs> the qualms of Pacific Northwest rain. I'm mm-hmm. currently calling in today from Long Beach, California. And it is hot and sunny here, 26 degrees. And I am sipping on the Sublime collab with Alesmith Brewing Company. Yes, that's Sublime, <laughs> the 90s ska punk reggae act. <laughs> We're going to call them an act. Um, wow. This is pretty good. That's fucking awesome. Does it say anything on you know their involvement in the creation of this beverage or... Is it, it just says a, that, you know, yeah. pay for their name type of deal? No, no, no. They they were uh, not just angel investors, Eric. They were on the board of directors. They wanted this to honor their iconic album, 40 Ounce to Freedom. So they oh, picked a Mexican-style yeah. lager, which was the favorite of the band, the favorite bevy, which makes sense. Totally crushable. Um, this is it, it, definitely a bit malt forward, which is kind of how the music sounds, if music was beer. Easy drinking. Crisp, you know how it'd be. Mm-hmm. And just looking at that like can design, it's like I just want to be like shirtless at a skate park and like hollering at like chicks walking down Venice. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude, I totally get it. Like, and this is so thematic for me because like Sublime, the real ones know that they are a Long Beach locals, and I'm a Long Beach local today too. So, what an appropriate <laughs> beverage. I can't think of a better beverage for you, Ty. Uh, Twenty-six degrees, and you still have your shirt on. I can't. I can't believe it. Yeah, these puppies. These packs aren't coming out until maybe tomorrow. We'll be poolside. Wow, mm-hmm. I'm so fucking jealous of you right now. You have no idea. You're glowing, dude. You you literally look like a fucking ten out of ten. You're you're my north star today, Ty. And wow. I think for the rest of the year, I'm gonna have this energy right now. In fact, I'm gonna screenshot this. 
this is uh <laughs> this is gonna <laughs> this is be going my wallpaper <laughs> yeah i don't think you could hear that screenshot let me let me hit that I again it out. hang on one more time for the for the deaf breadheads in the back oh yeah love that <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I get that, Eric. I'm my own mood board sometimes, too. And life's pretty good. I can give you a brief, uh, the spark notes of the LA, or sorry, the Long Beach scene report, if you'd like. The, uh, mm-hmm. the key takeaway is the people here are kind of unusual. I've seen, what have <laughs> I seen so far? I saw a dude wearing <clears throat> two hats at the same time. I saw another dude whose shirt said, ahoy, fuckers. Um, <laughs> There's quite a few, like, sunburned old white people on the promenade. Mm-hmm. A lot of gay couples walking their dog. Oh, I saw a dude wearing chaps. Chap Like, assless chaps? Dude, yeah. Cheeks were out. So that's, wow. a, that's a very interesting tan line, if you ask me. I was going to say, like, they probably are trying to tan their white booty, but it doesn't seem to be, like, you know, the type of tan line you want. It's like a square, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, totally. Like... Hell yeah. How, how, what kind of ass tan do you want? Do you want full ass tan or do you want like a handprint tan? Like, like what, what are you looking mm. for on a, in an ass tan? Or do you mm. like to keep it white? You like white cheeks? I would go for the Rihanna, like LeBron 23 tan line. Uh, mm. That's that very one? specific. No, I wasn't expecting such a specific answer. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I think this is when Rihanna, this is, you know, all, all respects to Flacco Jody himself. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was like, oh, hang on. This was like when she was still holl- hollering at LeBron James. And uh, she had a nice little 23, like, written on her chest uh, with suntan lotion tie. And this was, I think she was uh, mm. trying to get that that NBA championship uh, D and I'm, I'm talking about cool. defense. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. Oh, I see. So she squirted <laughs> suntan lotion in number 23 on her stomach. And this is mm-hmm. her way of like cat calling LeBron James. Yeah, exactly. She, she, uh, you know, pre Rocky, she would come up to the, you know, courtside seats and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just looking, looking all cute you know, front row, but, but now, you know, you know, that pretty boy Flacco. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you can't that argue. Over. You've, seen, you've seen that man's eyes. Uh, but like, it must be very distracting to have Riri courtside uh, trying to mm-hmm. flirt while you're just trying yeah. to throw some three pointers. Exactly. I don't know how you hmm. could like, I don't know how you could like focus at your job when there's like that level of like, attractiveness just like so like close to you yeah how, does, very, how, how does one do very that very distracting i don't know man like, i don't i don't have to deal with like, those modern problems that's true we're two married men ty and we don't have to worry about that anymore but imagine if you had like bella hadid sitting you know at the window seat in subway and you're trying to order a foot long and, and you know maybe you came in there wanting a six inch but you saw her sitting there like you know what i have mm-hmm. to upgrade to the foot long she can't see me or that. <laughs> I don't want to underperform in front of Bella. Yeah, I know. I it have would, one shot at this. If, dude, if she was in line with me, I think I'd fumble my whole sandwich. I'd be like Rick Owens trying to hold a basketball. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, 
but like if you think about it like for some people that's their everyday right like you know bella's got people underneath her like she's managing people because she has to hire people to manage her right so that means there's people that are everyday working underneath her and they have to deal with her like leaning over their shoulder while they're like trying to like order her something online you know or like book a car rental she's like standing behind them saying like no i want i want the uh, upgrade that shit you know like Mm-hmm. yeah I, mean, I don't want to stay in uh long beach i want to stay at venice beach you know what i mean yeah exactly uh nothing long about yeah, this beach it's yeah i i just like me me bella and lana we're all just a little venice bitches you know <laughs> mm-hmm. dude you look like such a venice slut right now like you look like you you know like you give me like crystalia vibes a little bit like you probably got like a six-pack <laughs> but you can't like much like Rick Owens you can't catch a basketball um, mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter because you have a G-Wagon and you know the Yeezys are <laughs> they're, they're on and they're fitted and uh, they have good grip when you climb into the G-Wagon 4x4 yeah dude everything about me is sports adjacent you know I'm, I'm mm-hmm. courts I'm, the lifestyle is courtside you know that's the, the mood board mm-hmm. just like Riri Absolutely. And that's how I feel at Subway, actually. I feel like you're kind of courtside the whole time you're at Subway because you're not really – you're kind of like the coach, <laughs> you know? You're on the bench. Mm-hmm. You're not doing the work. That's that's the job of some highly trained individual who they're going to risk put their body at risk. Your job is just <laughs> <laughs> coach them. I think, Ty, that the customer is the athlete Subway because you're putting your own body at risk by going in there. Like, any time you could, you know – get a stomach bug mm. and before you know it you're playing the jordan flu game mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a good point you're putting your stomach on the line your physicality but they're mm-hmm. putting their reputation as an artist so it's a high risk game for both parties mm-hmm. absolutely mm. speaking of high risk ty i went for a nice little dinner date the other night um and this place I have heard a lot about because it was very novel. Um, okay. You go into another seafood boil or what's going on here? So, so close. It's, it's unbelievable how close you are with that guess. It was seafood. I had quite a lot of seafood, actually. Um, and, <laughs> and the whole reason we wanted to go was because of how fun it looked. And it was like a restaurant opened up at the beginning of the pandemic. So we were like thirsty for novelty and we didn't care mm-hmm. about quality. And mm-hmm. I'm talking about none other than sushi aboard. Have you been there? No, that sounds like <laughs> a, like an SNL skit. Tell me more. Mm-hmm. Well, Ty, choo choo, because I'm going to be pulling up to your station. <laughs> oh, and dude, this is one of these sushi, sushi trains. You want to sushi <laughs> yeah. train? Oh, yeah, I dude. love those things. Holy dude, crap. It was so fucking ridiculous. Like, the whole fucking process is digital. Like, even from when, like, you have to wait for a table. Like, you have to, like, sign up on an iPad to get in. Mm-hmm. And then you barely even talk to anybody. There shouldn't even be people there. Like, the fact that they have staff there is such a waste of money. Because, mm-hmm. like, all you need to do is, like, tell me I need to sign up on an iPad. And boom, I'm on the wait list. Okay. Yeah. I get a text. All right. Pull up. <laughs> Train's arriving. I'm like, all right. And I uh, come back and we sit down, right? And it's like the whole like f- layout of this restaurant has been formatted so that trains can like pop in and out whenever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is yeah. awesome. Just like America, it's optimized for car culture. 
exactly it's optimized for transportation only and Mm -hmm. you know you would believe it if you tasted the food (laughs) (laughs) this tastes like petrol (laughs) yeah dude it, it was actually like okay let me just like back up like we sat down and i was beginning to realize pretty quickly ty that this restaurant is like great for like single anime guys i think it's like right in the same lane as subway but even less human interaction is required like you don't have to talk to anybody the entire time unless you're paying Mm -hmm. even that i'm sure one day like v3 of this restaurant will have like automatic payments you don't have to worry about that but like Mm -hmm. you order everything through the touchscreen ipad at your table and even like things like even free stuff like extra wasabi or like uh, extra share plates like all that's like done through the ipad which is Mm -hmm. great because you don't have to like ever be alpha enough to like call the waitress over that's (laughs) perfect for them (laughs) i know all all assertion is done digitally which is great they can uh pull up some like hentai porn on their foldable samsung phone watch it in peace without judgment they don't have to play pause every time the server comes by the top of the water Exactly. They don't have to like put on the lowest brightness and like mm-hmm. make sure it's on five G. Leaning against the wall a little bit. Mm-hmm. But let me like walk you through what we ordered. So, you know, we got the uh, fried oysters to start. Um, those pulled up. Those arrived on the tracks fairly quickly, um, which was alarming to be honest. Mm-hmm. And so. The train just like pulls up to your table and you just like open the tray. (laughs) It comes too fast. (laughs) The food was too quick. We were like, there's no way this is cooked. There's no way this is actually fried. (laughs) We like open up the little thing, take your plate, and then the train like takes off, which is like (laughs) the whole, it's like worth like the money. Like I would just go Mm -hmm. and pay to see that Mm -hmm. and not eat anything or just go for a beer, to be honest. Uh, Do they deliver beers on the train too? I don't know if drinks arrive on it. I don't think so because it's pretty like short. It's like enough mm-hmm. for like two plates of sushi, and that's about it. Um, but we yeah we got the oysters and it looked so good from the outside. But once you take a bite, it was like cold and wet in the middle, dude. Isn't that what an oyster is, dude? Have you never eaten an oyster? Not a fried oyster. <laughs> a fried oyster is supposed oh, to be shit. cooked all the way These through. These were fried. Oh, yeah. gross. Yeah, that's yeah. gross. Dude, yeah. I love Outside the salty, cold taste of a raw. I like to hit my oysters raw. Yeah, me too. I prefer raw, usually. Um, but fried was the only option on this mm. uh, on this itinerary. So, yeah. But hmm. that was nasty as fuck. So, it, outside looked like a nice little chicken karage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the inside was, <laughs> uh, you know, it's like a wet market in there, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna catch a new novel <laughs> disease. Yeah. Damn. I uh, I've I've dabbled in a few of these uh choo choo sushi trains before, Eric. Mm-hmm. I find that I like end up at sushi train restaurants whenever I go international. Been a few in like San Francisco and like there's a ton in Australia. I remember I went to one place in Melbourne that was like owned by a guy who had a Michelin star, and he like oh, wow. opened a sushi chain restaurant and like abandoned his like culinary dreams. I don't know. It was it was okay, but I'm always you're you're really not getting the same quality of food because you're like compromising it for the novelty of the train. But like, why does it have to be like that? Like, I don't know. I really don't understand. It's like they made a con- it's almost like they made a conscious decision to like make worse food. 
So like mm-hmm. we don't we don't need to give them like average food, like because it's on a train. Like they they're gonna forget about what it's supposed to taste like once it arrives on a fucking nice little speeding bullet. Yeah. It, it's because like if you don't like it, you'll just grab another tray, and then they make more money. It's it's all a scam. Yeah, the whole time you're like <clears throat> on edge. <laughs> like I don't know about you, but I was like sitting there. I'm like, when's this train gonna arrive? I kept stuffing my head into the tracks and looking down the <laughs> the tracks to see when when it was gonna pull up. Like that thing's mm-hmm. a hazard because I was like waiting for it like so impatiently. I was like trying to get it on video, and I couldn't even like talk to my date. I was like. <laughs> just like so I'm like, when's this fucking train coming? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, it's just like it's that's the life of a commuter, commuter man. But wow. I think that like wow, right. the, the quality of the food is just like another um, it, a symptom of just like all they're trying to do is save money at these things. Like they're just trying to eliminate the frontline worker. It's the liberal agenda, and like, <laughs> can you imagine if your job was replaced by like an iPad and a conveyor belt? Full time. If you ask me, I say get rid of them. Yeah, thank God we're in the creative economy, Eric. I know, dude. That was not by any chance. I said, you know what? What's the least like? What's the draw that where, you know, I have a as little chance where I'll be like replaced by some Android using like software. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Someone running a Microsoft product. You don't want to be replaced by like. A database of Excel spreadsheets and like ten lines of JavaScript. Mm-hmm. I know. Imagine being replaced by something that takes like ten minutes to boot up. <laughs> Dude, I take at least ten minutes to boot up in the morning. So like <laughs> that cup of bean in me, I'm not doing shit. Yeah, dude, I haven't woken up since I had that nice hot fourth wave bean in me. Um, but yeah, dude, I with all food, this in mind, I, mean, I can yeah. I can list off all the shit we got, but it's all the classics you know regular shit um but mm, it was like a california roll yeah basically along those lines but yeah four out of ten on the food uh, a 10 out of 10 experience hmm. sounds like i would i would still pay for it i love those kinds of no novelty dining really gets me eric and i think like i love novelty dining it's because we've i think we've kind of capped as a society on the taste of food like it's not gonna get better you know, like a tomato is going to still taste the same 50 years from now, even if we keep trying. Mm. Yeah, so, but it's like, but it's like, uh, like banging a, a stripper, you know, it's like, it's like, it's never going to like feel any better than the last time, but it's like, I'm always, <laughs> I'm always down for another one. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's like always good in the moment. So like, why would I settle for like something else, you know? Why would I sell for bad food when I know good food exists out there and it's the same That's price? True. I guess like, like I'm not like, a five year old where I need a fucking train, a little choo choo train to t- give me my food. <laughs> like I'm o- I'm over that. Yeah, but like if you're if you're like Instagram story is <laughs> experiencing it for the first time, then that almost mm. like adds like an element of like you got to price that in, right? It it makes mm. it more worth it. Yeah. I mean, I compensate with that by, you know, posting a picture of the receipt. That's mm, my Instagram flex, not the, not the train. Yeah. yeah, we need more, like, it's like I want to see how many, like, orders of, like, fucking unagi you got. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't just show us the maki. Show us, show us how much you paid. Yeah, I want to see if you got the classic rolls or the signature rolls. 
Don't fuck Hell with yeah. me. People who order bedroom boxes is like they're just trying to they're just trying to swindle the system. Party trays. Mm-hmm. I don't do bent people. I don't don't do bentos. Don't do party trays. I am exactly. signature rolls exclusively. Mm-hmm. Special rolls and like special beers. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, do you high. think that there's a sushi train opportunity for the old washed subway? Hmm. <sighs> I don't know. What do you think? How would that even work? Okay, so there's two opportunities here, the way I see it. The first way you could employ this is through iPads. You build your sandwich on an iPad at your table, and then the sandwich is brought to you via train. I like that because the footlong sandwich is kind of the like dimensions of a train car. So if you're it's entire... A sub. It's <laughs> literally subway. a sub, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's only going one way, and that's towards your table. Mm-hmm. The That would be really fun with a large group. I know that anyone that goes to Subway has, like, at most one friend. But if you could have a few more, then you could, like, attach all the footlongs together to wow. make, like, a really long train. And I think there's something adorable about the aesthetic of that. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminds me of, like, when I was at the Nike Lab in Chicago. They had just, like, a pair of, sho- pairs of shoes, like, on a track going around the store mm. and it would, like go into one wall and like a different pair would come out the other side and i'm like i'm not sure what purpose this is serving but i like it dude you're sounding like it sounds like the sneakerhead equivalent of santa's workshop it's literally santa's workshop or like i don't know about you but my dentist had a fucking train station <laughs> at, the, at the ceiling also for sure it's a common what? thing dude yeah. my, dude what kind of dentist comes up with that idea what Give you something to look at while you're waiting to get your teeth pulled. <laughs> Man, I can't argue with that logic, but I also can't justify that investment in that type of dental infrastructure. Dental infrastructure is a scam, and we all know this. Um, but Ty, this was when I was a kid, and this was before we could watch Narcos on, on Netflix while we're getting our mm. you know crowns uh, implemented. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. Like. This is, like, before they learned how to install TVs in the ceiling. So, like, yeah. there was, like, a weird transition where it's, like, you looked at nothing, then you looked at two and a half men, and now you just, like, close <laughs> your eyes <laughs> as an adult. <laughs> yeah, I know. Wow. Hmm. I, can't, I can't think of any other, like, way to implement a train system in Subway. Um, I mean, like, your sub does kind of, like, move down the line. Kind of mm-hmm. like a, like, it stops at, like, the meat station. And then it goes, mm-hmm. like, chugs along a little bit. It goes to the veggies and to the sauces, which is kind of fun. And then it just, like, at the very end, like, somebody jumps in front of it and kills themselves. <laughs> and that's when you have to pay. <laughs> then every other table has to wait for 40 minutes to catch the next train. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then, like, the fucking RCMP is called. Yeah. Well, there's two types of sushi train, uh, like, articulations. One is the... You- place a custom order it may deliver that order via some sort of autonomous vehicle but the second one is like the conveyor belt where they the head chef just places plates like on the conveyor belt and they just circle the room drying up and catching flies until some sad chap pulls mm-hmm. one off and i would yeah. love to see that for subway because you could just put like a foot long supply of lettuce or a foot long supply of like 
salami on a plate and then you mm-hmm. the uh sandwich creator can just pull the plates off the conveyor belt as you like to build your sandwich like you walk in they hand you the bread toasted immediately and then you just like pull the ingredients because that gives you the opportunity eric to be like i want three portions of chicken or like i mm-hmm. oh there's a scoop of extra scoop of sauce coming let's try let's try that out wow imagine like you get a piece of chicken and you have to wait like like it's like when you like for it's like when you miss your suitcase at the airport. You gotta wait for it to go all the way around, it and you're like, oh fuck! Like, I just want another piece of chicken. <laughs> yeah, you're like you lock in with your eyes on it. You like you see the the rotisserie chicken crossing the room, and then like some other dude like nabs it from you. Like, yeah, I gotta wow. get up and go swipe that from this table. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then you stand right like the best seat in the house is like right where all the vegetables come straight out. Mm-hmm. Like, there's always like a herd of people at the airport when all the suitcases come out, right? Totally. That's what you're trying to like. That's when you gotta get in. Like, you gotta make a reso for that table. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. First, first dibs. Everyone wants first dibs. You line up there like a, a sneaker store. Mm-hmm. What I do like about this concept, maybe you don't get first dibs, but you do get the opportunity to augment your foot long throughout the meal. Let's say you're three bites in, and you think Ooh. this could use a little bit more lettuce. And you just like <laughs> snipe a lettuce tray, a little a little miniature lettuce bucket from, wow. from the conveyor belt and top up the sandwich, shake, shake. Wow. Very agile of you. That's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Like you could be like, you know what? Like this is like not saucy enough. Let me get some extra sauce going on this bitch right now. And that's yeah. a great move because you will never truly like end with a bad sandwich. You might start with a bad sandwich and it's your fault. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> but you'll never end with a bad one unless you just keep adding stuff and you like ruin yeah. it you know and, yeah you could overdo it but that opportunity to uh, like augment and reconfigure throughout the meal is so exciting like you shorten the pause like the feedback loop uh mm-hmm. it's very it's very iterative it's very very interesting mm-hmm. it's like it's as if you were like standing behind the line making your own sandwich and eating it as you went it's like literally the same as that mm-hmm it does make me think, though, like, if you were at Subway and you dine in, could you just, like, halfway through the sandwich, like, get the artist's attention? Like, hey, hey, you. And then, like, can you bring me a, a side of sauce? Like, can you bring me some more olives? Wow. They're technically, wow. like, they, they're, they're job description as sandwich artists, but they're kind of moonlighting as servers, right? Mm-hmm. Actually, maybe not. Question. I don't know how they get around. I don't know how they get on the other side of the counter. Is there a way to do that? Do they I have to go they... over the building? <laughs> I think it's kind of like like teachers. Like teachers in school, like they just live at the school. I think mm-hmm. it's like a similar thing with sandwich artists. Like they never have seen outside the line. <laughs> right. I like to think that uh, all the teachers sleep on those like blue foam mats in the gymnasium at night. Mm-hmm. Under like the parachute. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah it's a co-op have you ever been to like any dim sum restaurants where they bring the shit out on like a little robot no is this a uh, a new idea i don't know but there's like a place in coquillum that i don't know how it, you inter- initiate this transaction but i guess you just order it through a human and then they said mm-hmm. like well this doesn't require any like like table side presentation or preparation so let's just throw it on the robot and have it like deliver it to you like a plate of fried rice for example right there's a um 
I, I've never seen that at any type of restaurant, but I was just learning about in Santa Monica, there's a delivery service called Coco and mm-hmm. these little tiny robots on wheels will like deliver you anything in Santa Monica in 15 minutes. And so I was like learning about a little bit more and it turns out they're not even autonomous. They're like driven by a remote control RC operator, like somewhere in Los Angeles area in like an office who has just like an RC car like, remote. Mm, in Bangladesh. Yeah, probably in Bangladesh actually. But <laughs> is it, so is it similar to that? Like this little tiny wheeled robot is just like delivering you mm. things in like Din Tai Fung or whatever? I, I am pretty sure it's not. And I'm like actually very, very confident that it's not. And I'll give you one like piece of evidence that's like confirms it. So this like this robot has a turn signal on it. <laughs> wow. So as it navigates throughout the restaurant, it flips on its blinker and tells you where it's gonna turn so it doesn't run into you. And there's no way a human like <laughs> is human Chinese person is operating that. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like that's really considerate of the robot. Like, how fast is this thing going? Uh, I'd say walking pace. Like, it's kind of annoying. It gets in your way. And as you, like, kind of... Sometimes when you, like, get up to go to the bathroom and you see it, like, launch from its, like, launch pad, you're like, oh, God. Like, maybe it's going to stop me from going to the bathroom. Right. You know, it might it might try to fight you along the way. There's a pretty big discrepancy in walking pace, though, Eric. Like, my shriveled little calves or your roided quads like what are we talking <laughs> here how <laughs> how fast well i don't know Ty. it's like uh say you just like killed some peeking duck and you know you're mm-hmm. quite full and you're ready to go to the bathroom to just you know wash your hands or something that that's that pace it's like after your meal you're full you're lethargic and you're just kind of like moseying off into the corner you know and uh <laughs> this mm-hmm. thing is shaped it's shaped like a garbage can like a tall ikea garbage can so i mean you could just knock it over i don't think it could you know you even... fight it if you needed to if yeah try to take over exactly you could probably trip it or like mm-hmm. unplug it or something i don't know how it works it's kind of like a roomba yeah. that's good that's good i think that's a very like musky in principle to make make it uh make any robot easily defeatable by a, a human mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah like cap its iq at like 80 <laughs> mm-hmm. i think it's the same reason that all sandwich artists just, like have the same bmi it's like <laughs> just to make sure that you know that you're in charge when you're there <laughs> mm-hmm. wow big meat index yeah she she <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, oh, it feels so good to be in, in Los Angeles County, Eric. You need a vacation. Dude, be a little Venice time, bitch like me. Every time I'm talking, I start talking. I just look at you, and you're like, di- like looking at a palm tree or something in the distance. Like, I'm like, damn, I want to be doing that right now. Yeah, there's there's nothing like even like that interesting about like just sitting in a condo in a different in a different city but something about the relevancy of los angeles just makes everything i do feel more important even when it's not like i could be like taking a dump and i'm like this is social media fodder yeah absolutely like you're <laughs> you're a like los angelian podcaster right now like 
that's like a whole that's like somebody's dream job <laughs> yeah totally like you just call me co-host but everyone else can call me daddy exactly dude you might bump into my Cyrus on the street and you just you know take five with her you know just interview her real quick for the pod that could happen yeah i'll definitely bring my um my lapelier microphone out with me if i go to WeHo tonight. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, hey, do you mind if I just like clip this lapelier on you real quick? Mm-hmm. Can you please make sure to go to Nobu like this this time around or when you come back to LA after your mm-hmm. Mexico trip? Like I may be able to swing that. I, I don't I think, think I can get a rezo in time. Dude, you don't need a rezo. Just pull up in the G Wagon and the Yeezys like we saw earlier. Yeah. And it's no problem. For for, for you two? For you two? I don't nice looking people are just nice looking white people you just pull up and you got a table instantly it's no problem dude i won't lie my skin's never looked uh, like better than mm-hmm. this week but i do think that the the foam runners are a little bit like under underdressed to just like walk up and do i mean if i do valet they'll take me seriously but mm. i think i'm gonna have to like throw them a, a benjamin or something to like get a table right away i don't think i can just like Show them Think Fresh's Instagram follower count, and get, that'll get me through the door. I think I don't think we got to get our numbers up for that to work. Mm. Well, I have gone twice. Both times I didn't walk Rezo. Really? Walk in. Yeah. Nobu Malibu. Don't go to the downtown LA one. That one smells like piss. No, I was thinking of going to the Lido one over in Newport. Dude, you got to have the full location. You gotta you gotta but be the, sitting beachside. Isn't the Lido location where uh, the Dawn Two listening party was though? No, dude, come on. Was it Malibu? Was it was it Malibu? Yeah, dude, it's always Malibu. <laughs> That's, all. That's the closest one to where they live. So I guess so. I guess convenient trumps um, <laughs> all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, man. You're, you're guaranteed to see somebody who's a listener of the pod if you go there that's true maybe skeet davidson himself yeah shout out to skeet long time listener long time friend of think fresh podcast i think i'll probably mm-hmm. just like participate this weekend in the uh, long beach dining scene i'm excited to see some more of the lo- uh, locals more chap chapless long beachians maybe i'll see snoopy doggy dog himself or perhaps the cast of the act of sublime i can compliment them on their easy drinking beer mm-hmm. so you're telling me you'd rather look at some old like cigarette smokers ass cheeks than to look at like you know kim kardashian's like ass cheeks <laughs> i don't know how that's what you inferred from what i said but because uh... <laughs> you're gonna see no. some assless chaps wearing dude in long beach <laughs> or you can see kim in Malibu, and you're opting for the former. Yeah, you I have a car with you. Can't... You have a car with you. Come on, yeah, dude, we got a we got a Model S floating around here somewhere. Come on now. Come on now. We could hop. We could hop in the Tesla. Head north. Do you have to do it for the pod? It's only like forty five minutes away, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I, last time we went to Malibu, I ate at uh, Malibu Farm on the um, on the dock there. Yeah, and that was a good experience. I like that. But I've, I've also dined at the Malibu Farm in uh, the Newport in the OC, and that's also pretty good. Mm-hmm. But 
Yeah, I'll, maybe maybe we'll maybe we'll make make the pilgrimage to Nobu this weekend. I'll see. We'll see. It's in the cards. We'll dude, see if we get to do it. You have to do it for the podcast. This when's the next time you're gonna be in LA, dude? You're gonna be probably like going elsewhere this for the rest of the year. But 2022 is the year that Ty goes to Nobu for the podcast and just leave our business card on the table. <laughs> Yo, we need business cards. How have we not thought of that so far? <laughs> I know, because we're a digital first company, and mm-hmm. I don't know, Ty. We've uh, we've cut corners every possible way. So I think it would be really funny if first. our yo, our, we should make print business cards, but they should be twelve inch long business cards, like a, just now completely un unergonomic. Mm-hmm. I love that idea. Me too. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm gonna great. work. I'm gonna work on the spec for that. Um, tonight and I'll, I'll send you a file format tomorrow can you get that to club card absolutely Ty. just send me, the InDesign, send me the indesign mm-hmm. file um and i'll export it myself thank you actually we should just hire some poor poor sad man on fiverr to make it for us a 12 uh, yes. inch business card the biggest job pool on planet earth mm-hmm. the fiverr yeah. army is so underrated mm-hmm. it's fi- it's fiverr familia actually Mm. <laughs> yeah. you tap them the way uh, think fresh podcast does exactly it's like we're, we're we're a company of like five million mm-hmm. five million wow. employees wow wow Ty, i just i just realized that if you go to nobu and you spend that much on just vegetables that might not be a good idea <laughs> are you saying there's are you gonna... a cap to what your veg it's crazy like vegetables at like my go-to like restaurant which is subway yeah it's free so anywhere from anywhere above zero seems a little bit like capped you know it's like what were they much, thinking yeah. to charge this yeah <laughs> they're out of their mind yeah so, you know this it's is like free down the street <laughs> it's literally free next door dude last yeah. the first time i went to nobu i went to taco bell after <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah you know what you should have the you should like break your seafood rule just for a day, if you go, I think it'd be worth it. Okay. You already you already know it's just, uh, sustainably caught anyway. I might I might do that, Eric. I might break my rule in Mexico next week. Uh, that's where I will be recording from, and their vegetarian scene just is a little bit underdeveloped compared to Canada and California. So it's going to be slim pickings. We're going to be like between a single Brussels sprout and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some potatoes, some fried potatoes. <laughs> mm, uh, of course, don't just make sure you don't mention you're vegetarian at the door, in at Nobu when you're waiting for a table because they might just say, "Get the fuck out of here." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We don't like your kind here. Yeah, I get you gotta look like a high roller. You gotta, you gotta be wearing your best Amiri jeans. Okay. Okay. I'll put on the Amiri jeans. I'll swap out my Apple Watch band and I'll put on my uh, Common Projects. Yeah. Put on your Common Projects. Uh, maybe take an Uber Black. Leave the Toyota mm. Matrix at home. Uh, mm-hmm. Take the Uber Black. You know, that, that signals that you're like, you have money and you're going to drink that night. Right. I love that. So, valet. Dude, people who do valet are like, like low spend. It's like one drink That's a low spend group. Yeah, totally. Yeah, exactly. Maybe none. Yeah. And like, even you could even like tip your like Uber driver to be like, yo, keep it running outside for like 30 minutes. That way, like, it looks like I have a private driver and they're waiting for me. I just take off. (laughs) 
I wonder if you could hire a cameraman on Fiverr to take a few photos of you when you get out of the Uber Black. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a great idea. You should hire somebody to just like be like, "Holy shit, is that is that Crystalia <laughs> <laughs> in the Amirian jeans?" Yeah, Jeez. holy fuck, Crystalia in the Easy Three Fifties. Yeah. Wait, what's that actor that you look like, David Spade? <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. No, man, I look like Timothy Chalamet. Sorry, Brad Pitt. It's like, holy fuck, is that Mr. Pitt himself? Mr. Pitt. Dude, yeah. No, dude, I, I look like the, uh, for the breadheads, I look like the, um, I've been called up multiple times at craft at craft breweries for looking like the character Austin Abrams from Netflix hit rom-com Dash and Lily. <laughs> oh wow no wonder Netflix stock has gone down bro (laughs) they're hiring people that look like me a podcast (laughs) dude as soon as you said hit rom-com I just zoned all the way out wow Uh, that's funny that is funny Ty say hello to Chef Nobu himself Mm -hmm, Um, I will and Matsuyama or something Matsuhisa Matsuhisa thank you I only know. I mean, no restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. They, he opened a uh, like a secondary like. I guess it would be the. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that that's a bit more. Uh, a novel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In the interest of novelty dining. Mm-hmm. It must be like a cool flex to open up a restaurant named after your last name and then named after your first name. Mm-hmm. Would be Where do you go cool. from there? I don't know. If we opened a restaurant, what would you call it? Fresh or Think? Mm. <laughs> Probably just Subway, to be honest. Probably. Yeah, and you, you heard it here first. Future franchise owners, Ty and Aaron. Wow. Do wow. Ty and Eric bring you 12 inches of inspiration every Tuesday and Friday, and also mm-hmm. 12 inches of sandwich every, every day. <laughs> every lunch hour. <laughs> wow. Holy crap. That's pretty cool. It's a dream. It is a what dream. a beautiful dream. The American dream. Okay, you got me thinking about all the places I'm going to spend way too much on food in Paris. Oh, yeah. So Eric is making the pilgrimage to Paris, La Marais for like six days. Mm-hmm. And when? Next month? Yeah. Next mm-hmm. month. And I think Fresh Gone International. We're international on this podcast. And I can't wait for us to both be you know, back from our travels and just like reconnect on all the like random food that we ate. And that'll just be like a whole, like that'll be a, a new season of Think Fresh, to be honest. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that, Eric. I'm really excited to hear about your <laughs> travels of, I'm assuming like the Parisian wine landscape, perhaps some Bordeaux, some Burgundies. Stuff from <laughs> Provence. What's what's the baby key line? I Audi in Paris. I Audi in France. Mm-hmm. Something about something, something about needing the advance. Yeah, you need an advance on a vacation, my friend. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, Ty, uh, log off and book my hotel now. Alrighty, I'm gonna go uh, hit another sublime Mexican-style logger poolside. See where the night goes. Hell yeah. Just as I approach the end of my Olay K 
canned margarita. Amazing. All right, King. Better time. Uh, I hope you have a fresh evening, and I hope all the breadheads are thinking fresh as as usual. Mm-hmm. Stay refrigerated. Stay refrigerated. Stay cool. Stay cool. Fucking, fucking. Yeah, you, buddy. Alrighty. Ciao. Let me know. Let me know when you go to Nobu. See you later. We'll do. Think fresh, everybody. <laughs>